road leads? Then hear this, all ye people. Give ear, all ye inhabitants of the world, both high and low, rich and poor together. Do you indeed speak righteousness? Do you judge uprightly, all ye sons and daughters of men? And do you judge as others judge? For as you judge, you shall be judged. And if you condemn, you are condemned. Pass on. But there is no return. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the show. Before we get to this week's episode, we just want to beg you one more time to please rate and subscribe to our show on whatever platform you listen to us on, iTunes, Google Play, whatever it is, it pretty much means everything to us and we really, really appreciate it. So thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, this is Gabe for our newest sponsor and this one I'm very fond of because I came up with it. This has been a passion project of mine. Yep, it's an energy drink. Sure, there's a lot of energy drinks out there that taste great, but there's one problem. What is in them? Nobody knows. They're not good for you. Well, that's not a problem with my new energy drink because I make it right in my own garage and you can come over and help. We are 100% transparent about our process. This is how it works. We have an elevated, graded steel platform that you just come over and walk your animal right on top of. Pull the lever and say goodbye and watch a 2,000 pounds of hydraulic pressure come down and humanely eliminate that animal and unleash proteins, vitamins, minerals, all that good stuff that you need to get through your day. Where does it go? It drops into a series of gutters beneath that you get to watch run down and end in a one-gallon mason jar. We fill it to the top. I call it dog juice. Dog juice. Man's best friend. Man's best energy drink. Get over here, you mutt guzzlers. This is totally unfiltered, 100% organic, cage-free, and the most humane way, really, to end their life. Dog juice. It's the most loyal energy drink on the market and the only energy drink that has all that good stuff for you to have the energy of a Labrador to take on your day. Come down and get a glass today. Hey, guys. Welcome to Profession Confession. This is your host, Gabe Noah. I'm coming to you live from a furniture store in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So if this sounds weird, I'm sorry. We had some production errors or whatever, girls who backed out. This week's episode is the stripper episode. And my original plan was to cut this into a compilation kind of thing, like use 20 minutes of each girl. And and kind of what happened is that we really like two of them the most. And they're both very, very different. And we were going to release them Friday back to, or like uh, in one thing, but they just, it just didn't work as well. So we kind of decided here at the Zero Hour to release them both this week and give them a little breathing room in between them. Uh, the, the bell just dung here at the furniture store, so I have to go. But um, this week's episode is B, and this one is a little bit more nuts and bolts, and then we get a little drunk, and there's some, this one has some super funny moments, but... Both girls are very different, so try them each. They're very different podcasts. This first one is with Isaac Witty from the first five episodes we ever recorded. And the one that'll be later this week is one that we just recently did. So check out our YouTube channel. We're putting up a whole bunch of clips. And on Facebook and Twitter, we're going to have pictures of the girls. So we're going to do that with all of our shows from here forward, getting a lot more pictures up and stuff like that. So... Follow us on Twitter and Facebook, 
and uh, get me out of this furniture store. This is humiliating. Enjoy. Bye. On this episode of Profession Confession, normal society might call her a woman of loose morals, <laughs> ill repute, a dancing whore. But to us, she's a, something to be cherished, something to be celebrated. I don't really know exactly what you do, but you, you have been a stripper, right? Yes. You are, yes, yes. stripper? I'm a stripper. And cam girl? Cam girl, yep. Um, and, and I'm not talking she's pointing the camera at someone. I right. like, no, she's on there with her boobs out. Right. Yep. Yeah. So what did you, um, well, so Isaac has maybe the best question I've ever thought about or heard about anyone in the sex industry. So Isaac, start with that. Cause I think that's All right. A good I was wondering at what age or what, what were you going through in life when, um, uh, when you realized, when you looked at, at you thought, you know what, I, I, I could probably make some money on this, on this body of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that creepy? That's a Isn't he a creepy, creepy guy? That's a he really creepy. is. I, I let him into that so he'd humiliate yeah, himself. Yeah, like, you kind of look me it. in the eyes yeah. there when you yeah. ask me that one too. With your body. <laughs> I, I was playing you though when I said it. <laughs> right, With right. this body of mine. Yeah. I think that's oh, you're doing talk. a character. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that, this that, body that's, of mine. That's what I sound like, absolutely. Uh-huh. But um, but yeah, I think it still stands the reason because yeah. when you're younger, I know for me my body confidence wasn't crazy no. off the charts when I was 17 or 18. Not at all. How, have you always just been good with it? Well, I suppose I kind of uh, I I was a really ugly kid growing up, and then all of a sudden I hit like I want to say even like 16, and then I started to get hot. You flourished, and I was like, holy shit! You know, like people are paying attention to me. This is awesome. I'm gonna fucking run with it. Uh huh. And so I started, um, you know, I thought about going into strip for a while, and then I turned 18, and I went and auditioned at a place, got really nervous, like, they hired me, but I was like, eh, I don't know about this. Ended up going back, started making a lot of money, which just, you know, like, did wonders for my ego at the time. Yeah. And, you know, the rest is history. So then... So this is all, I'm going to double down with the with the creepy questions, but because you said that it's something that you thought of or that you kind of, to me it wonders is, did, did the idea of doing it turn you on? Or is it like a powerful thing like that for you? Oh, it's definitely a power thing. Yeah. I think it's it's so awesome. I, I, it does like, you know, because I, I grew up with, you know, kind of low self-esteem. So I've utilized this to kind of give myself the self-esteem that I never really had as a kid. Sure. So, and then uh, with that, it kind of does. I mean, it's it's sexy, you know? Yeah, like yeah. It's, it's yeah. absolutely, I go in and I take old men's money. Like, there's there's <laughs> a lot of sexy things, as sexy as it doesn't sound. There's a lot yeah. of sexy things about that. No, yeah. for sure. With the yeah. power issue. No, we're scumbags. We're huge with yeah. that stuff. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't have to sell us on whether that's sexy or not. Right, right. Um, what, what, uh... So background-wise, gotta ask, do you have the stereotypical stripper background? Dispel that for me, please. The stereotypical stripper background. Not enough attention from parents. Oh, oh the from, daddy You know, issues. daddy issues, daddy all issues. that stuff. Um, and in your experience, how many strippers do you know who have that? I mean, the only issue with, uh, the, the only daddy issue I have right now is that I'm still looking for him. Ah, well, <laughs> so the answer is yes. <laughs> yeah. Check. We'll check yeah. that box. There you yes. go. Yeah. No. And that's, and, and um, I think I'm about 
uh, 10 for 10 with the people I've met with that. So it is, do you, it's in, do you find well, yourself the guys that you date, are they typically way older? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Check. Two for two. On yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Oh. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how much weight that really holds because I consider myself a pretty intellectual person and I'm like, eh, you know, like I, if I, if I really thought that it was daddy issues, you know, I'd still be like 12, you know, but I'm an adult. Yeah. So there's not really anything that I can say about. But there are things inside us that drive us like, okay, we're all comedians. So as a stereotype, you'd say like, we're all like fucking narcissistic and need attention in that same way. Sure. You know, people, because we're men, they don't say daddy issues, but really it's daddy or mommy <laughs> or whatever. And I'd say it's fucking mostly true. It, I'm not walking around today going like, oh, daddy, I wonder, <laughs> yeah. you know, just right. like you're not. But it is something from your past that propels you in a direction. Sure. Is what yeah. I would say. I totally, That's yeah. all. I totally yeah. said something. I said something to my ex-girlfriend the other day. Uh, she goes, uh, I said, I said all. I, I said, I, I know it's a sweeping generalization, but I said all girls want something that is just like their dad. And she goes, "That's not true." What? What? Like I like, I like things like my dad. And I, and I, knowing her dad and knowing how open she is about her dad, I go, "Yeah, you like guys that don't have their shit together." <laughs> Which is him. <laughs> so it was a perfect. Yeah, that's a perfect thing. Yeah. What? What? Um, so, so when you started, to, so you went and tried out for your first time. Um, for stripping, did you practice in your mirror at home? Well, <laughs> like like with comedy? <laughs> you sit and you like practice your stuff a little bit? Well, there's, uh, there's kind of a funny <laughs> backstory <laughs> about that. So before I ever even, well, I, I, well, I can't say that. Okay, so what, they don't tell you that you're going to audition when you go in to like apply for a, a position as a stripper. Right. You know, even if they had... They, what I saw, I literally saw an ad in the paper for dancers for one of the local clubs here. And I went in thinking, you know, they're like, come in and apply, you know, and apply. They don't say audition. Right. So I come in, I'm wearing, you know, kind of a nice dress. My underwear definitely doesn't match. So there's not, not really anything sexy going on. Underneath. Yeah, yeah. But I, he's like, you know, all right, so like, do you want to audition right now? And I'm like, no. And he's like, well, just do it. Come on. Like, it just really pressured me into it. And I'm like, okay, I guess. You know, like, I don't even have shoes. Like, I wear flats. You didn't flats. have a song picked out, probably. I didn't know. I had nothing. Right. I had nothing. I had no idea. Cherry pie, roll it. <laughs> I probably did. It was probably right. something like that. But so I went up. You know, it's it's like it's like 5 p.m. on like a Wednesday. So no one's even really in there. So that's part of the reason why I just did it. Yeah. And he's like, hey, yeah, you know, like they... And knowing what I know now, all they do when they when you audition is just like, does she look hot enough naked? You know, they don't right. they don't ask me any questions. You know, like, why do you want to work here? <laughs> right. <laughs> or, come, back, you know? come back and after you've worked on your dancing. Yeah. Right, yeah. Take yeah. Right. Right. You're hot as fuck, <laughs> but your dancing sucks. Get out of here. Take dancing. Right. Lessons. Yeah. You have the greatest tits I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but get out of here. You can't dance. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. What? Uh, so, uh, like, how would like? So honestly, dancing, so stripper dancing is a particular type of dancing. And I think that is probably because most people come and don't know how to dance and then they just kind of copy what they're seeing. Yeah. Is that accurate? Um, I would say that that's mostly accurate. Um, after I auditioned my first time and never went back, I actually started going to pole dancing classes, which they offer all over, you know, and I went took a bunch of classes there, ended up working at that studio. So I ended up teaching pole dancing classes before I ever started working as a stripper. Okay. So then when I went back, 
I felt way more confident. You know, I could do the pole tricks. I could do, yeah. you know, like, and I was already fit enough to be dancing for like seven hours straight, which is what those shifts really are. Right. Yeah. And so I felt confident enough with that where the other girls, like, they don't know how to use a pole. They hardly touch the pole, you know. Right. Like, oh, they're twerking the entire time. Right. Which is fine if it's that's what you want to do. It's a hot move. Yeah, it's fine if that's what you want to do. Right. <laughs> I mean, for three songs, there's only there ever... so many times you can twerk. <laughs> yeah. Right. Are there ever... I, I know my wife, she can clap her ass 75 times in one minute. <laughs> and I got to say, it won me over. God, but well, you really pushed her to I had to, to make her a mother when I saw that. Though. You got to push her. She's not motivated inside <laughs> that's where I come in yeah what um, are there ever any girls gross enough that you uh, like ask that the pole be cleaned before you follow them oh, absolutely <laughs> and I really mean that is, is that for real I think? absolutely I mean it's kind of it's common knowledge that like you don't take your panties off and then put your legs around the pole yeah like okay. that's like oh, you're leaving, really? good like, to know I'll be looking so for that you, that's, you're leaving like a snail trail on the pole. Like that's disgusting. It's it's so gross. But they, <laughs> girls do it every once in a while if they don't know or they're too drunk or they're fucking high off cocaine and they're not, yeah. like, not paying attention. They'll do it, and I'm like, that's nasty. I'll go out there and I'll clean the pole my damn self. You'll like, go like bring the towel out. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. There no, like, uh, there's a when, sexy when you... pole move for cleaning the pole. Is there like really uh, stare yeah. them, stare the girl down while you're doing it? Like you could have done this yourself. <laughs> no, I no. usually I, I don't I don't interact a lot with a lot of the girls. Really, because you don't get along with them. I would think that strippers would all get along so they well. They don't. They don't. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, girls, put, girls hate each other. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I had no idea. I it's, it's it's very strange, but when you put uh, thirty five naked women that all have issues in the same dressing room and all want money from the same people that are, yeah. <laughs> that are seriously very seriously competing for the yeah. money to feed right. their families, mm-hmm. nobody's happy. Right? Nobody's Absolutely. Happy. What percentage of and so. To me, the parallels, just so so you know, I'm prefacing for all the shitty questions I ask. I view comedians and strippers as almost the same thing. I view it as like the same community even. Like if I asked you, like I was going to ask you, what percentage of the performers are like hammered at all times or drunk? Yeah, same want, thing for for yeah. comics, I'd say. Same. Yeah, like, I wanna, yeah, I want to know the dr- yeah. Dr- how, yeah. what percentage of them are are uh, on drugs and what what are the most popular well, drugs? Well, um, I would say that I think I've met three girls that are sober that dance. Um, and the rest. And you've of met them, how many girls? Uh, too many. Right. <laughs> And the rest of them, I mean, we all drink while we're working. The minute I get there, the first thing I need to do is drink because that's how I deal with these old, nasty men. Like, yeah. I, otherwise, I really couldn't do it. I would snap. I would, I would Absolutely. Not, you know, you kind of have to have that not even liquid courage, but like liquid tolerance. Yeah. That right. I think that a lot of the girls have. So that's that's one facet of it. And then you go up a level and I would say at least 60 percent of them are doing cocaine. Yeah. Every at night. All, at all, anytime you go to a strip club, yeah. 60%. Okay. Yeah, definitely. And so most of them are, well, not most of them, but some of them are selling them, like selling drugs out of the club. So guys will come in and they'll buy drugs from strippers. Oh, okay. Or they'll sell I've them to other girls. Of <laughs> <laughs> These are the two that are going in and buying drugs from strippers. That in yeah. the past. Mm, what are these drugs you speak of from strippers? I think I read a news article about that one <laughs> yeah. time. Um, but how so? A lot of times, it's the girls are selling to girls, but or or to the guys. How how often is there the 
Is there the drug dealer coming in selling to girls? Um, well, usually the drug dealer... I mean, no drug dealer is going to come in, like, cold and, like, be cold calling these girls and trying to, like, sell to these girls. But most of them have... uh, Not most of them. I keep saying most because most of the girls I know maybe do. Yeah, yeah. um, Some of them have, like, pimps and we can, you know... Yeah. So... Really? These guys will come and drop off drugs for their girl to sell in the club. So, basically, she's selling for him because, I mean... We did a uh, we did a uh, pimp podcast with a guy who's a pimp in Las Vegas. Yeah, and he was talking about how many pimps in Las Vegas basically drop drop like the prostitution angle, and then they just you know send their girl to the, to the club to yep. the strip club mm-hmm. and just sit there and take all their fucking tips all day constantly. <laughs> yeah, and I was going to say that to me one of the worst like when I think of the strip club things I hate, and I I used to be. Like, I used to think I was somebody, you know? I used mm-hmm. to think I had an, uh, an ego and self-esteem. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, strip club? Like, I'm not going to go to a strip club. I see women naked on That's my I was, That was before yeah. I met you then. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Before you met me. Yeah. And now I'm married and I just think, how nice that you can go into this building and all the ladies will show you their boobs and just, <laughs> it's a nice, clean <laughs> transaction. Right. And it's like, I go, like, this is great. You know, and I don't have anything attached to it because I'm not... Under any illusion that that, that I'm in a relationship <laughs> oh, with the dancer, right, right. But so when I think of the things though that even now I still hate when I go to strip club. Number one on that list, I think, is the stripper whose boyfriend is obviously sitting two rows behind you, and she's constantly making eye transactions with and mm-hmm. addressing, and it's like you feel like even when she comes dances near you, like you can feel his eyes on the back of your head. Yeah. <laughs> That's the creepiest fucking shit in the world. Why don't strip club managers stop that? Um, they try to. Do they? Yeah, no, they really do. You know what I'm talking about, no, right? Totally. Like that's a thing. Yeah, no, absolutely. But also, if that girl is making the club money, and if that's the only way that she's going to be there, there okay. are certain things that they'll tolerate. I mean, they're not going to tolerate a guy coming up to you as a customer, right. being like, "Hey, don't touch my girl." Right. But if if as long as you know they're not really hurt, if it's kind of like a high risk, high reward type of thing, right? You know? Right. Like if the girl's really making the club money, they're going to let a lot of shit slide. Right. So you know, how, how much do you feel like you can just like how much do you feel like the the GM of the place should actually answer to you? I mean. Well, or do you feel like you? What you is the power work? dynamic? Is yeah. that what you're asking? Yeah. yeah, kind of. What's the power dynamic in a club? Well, there's kind of a, kind of a long-winded answer to that, and uh, I've been saying the same thing for these, you know, three, four years that I've been working. But there are three types of strippers. So there's the survival stripper, and there's the working stripper, and then there's a the top earning stripper. And never the three shall ever understand each other. First of all, <laughs> right. But the for the working stripper and the survival stripper, it's very easy for the manager to kind of keep them under control and be like, hey, this is when you show up. This is what you do. You know, this is the behaviors that aren't are or are not acceptable. And then there's the top earning stripper where they're making the club so much money that they kind of, you know, that they do whatever they want. 
And so they show up whenever they want. They get away with whatever they get away with. If they're in VIP and this guy's shelling out, you know, like $12,000 that night just to be with that girl. No. Right. If she sucks his dick, they might not say anything about right. it. You right. Know? <laughs> oh, man, that's just, that Those actually turned me the, on just hearing that. Yeah. What, what, uh, and I don't even Those know why I'm just disgusting. Those girls give the worst dances, too, in my opinion. What, what so... How about this? So to the money and how the actual arrangement works. So my understanding is strippers are independent contractors. You kind of come in and you rent your space? Um, and with the exception of one club in the Twin Cities, we are all independent contractors. Um, the one club is their actual employees of the uh, establishment. Okay. So they we get a paycheck if I'm working at um, – if I'm working at – or uh, – I am an independent contractor, and there's going to be a house fee. Okay. And also, what I, are those you know, numbers like? Like, I mean, so so let's say for the independent contractor, and let's focus mm-hmm. on that. If you go to the Seville or some club you don't work at, what is the you know typical fee? Like, how is it set up? So it can be. It's usually around probably I would say like 160 dollars that goes to the club immediately. Um, some most girls will pay that up front. If you can't, it just gets taken out of your dances. Okay. Um. And it even is still pretty kind of applicable uh, for where there is an initial sum of money going to the club, um, but it comes out of the dances that you do and not, you know, it's not anything that you pay up front. So it's, you know, 160 to maybe $200 that you're paying just to be there. And then you kind of keep all of your money as so your then money, every and then dance. you have to file your own taxes. Like the club's not going to do it for you. So you pay the one sixty, then you, then you get lap dances, the sniffers row money, all that shit. You just keep that all. There's nothing else you have to cut them at the end of the night. No, there usually is going to be something else, but it's a lot less than if you are employed by the club. So it's for it's usually like for the first three dances they keep everything. Um, you have to claim on taxes up to eight dances, and then you can keep everything else. Um, so you get to tell the club at the end of the night how many dances you're claiming, and then based on that is how much you have to pay the club because they're taking, you know, maybe 30% out of all the, you know, 20 right. dances that you've done. Hmm. Does anyone ever claim more than eight dances? No. Okay, most, right. Mostly, no, I know. Most claim yeah. much, much less than that. Right. What is a... Um, if you go out on an average Friday night or Saturday night, what do you expect to clear in a, I guess, what's your average shift? What do you expect to clear? Um, it varies so much. And um, yeah, maybe this isn't even you, just what you've seen other people. Right, right. Yeah. I would, you know, I could, I usually, I can talk about, you know, like my, some of my worst nights and some of my best nights. Sure. And you can kind of just, yeah, you yeah. know, in yeah. between gotcha. is usually about average. Yeah. So, you know, some of my worst nights I'll leave with less than a hundred dollars. I, I could spend all seven hours there and let, and leave with practically nothing because the dances I did do go straight to the club. Just one of those days you wake up and your tits are cockeyed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Underwear's on the wrong way. I don't know right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Underwear's on backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but then I also, you know, on good Friday and Saturday nights, I would expect to make probably anywhere from 800 to $1,200 a okay. night. Okay. Sure. And, God but damn. Most, most nights are somewhere in between there. So, you know, four or 500 Of course, is keep pretty... in mind they got to claim taxes on eight of those dances. Right. Yeah, right. What is the... Um, 
<laughs> okay, so now I want to get into the, some of the nitty gritty stuff. Sure. Just because I'm so interested in how disgusting guys are. Because yeah. I think we are just fucking revolting. And we're so pathetic and craving for attention and whatever. What are the things? So the things in strip clubs, are the things that stand out to you is just like, oh, that was a horrific experience. Like I'd imagine guys always like maneuvering their fucking boner over closer to you while you're trying to dance on them. Yeah. What I don't know. I'm trying to think of yeah. things. I always see How older. How much contact do you allow in a lap dance? Um, it varies from club to club. Um, at a place like Deja Vu, where it's full nude, even if uh, you're during the lap dance, it's not. Um, you're not taking your bottoms off. They still have to have their hands like touching the sides of the chair so they cannot touch you at all in a place where it's just topless it's usually a little bit more lax like they don't want you rubbing the girls or anything like that or grabbing them in any way but they do allow a little bit more I mean if they get too touchy-feely there's someone on the floor watching every single dance that goes down so someone will step in um do you want to hear about my my uh strip club concept it's really a concept and but it's just just a Blow strip clubs out of the water. You ready? Yeah. So you can go to a strip club where you look at naked ladies dance and whatever. They dance in front of you. Or you can go to my club, which is called Dry Riders. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, just yeah. go in yeah. and you, each person's wearing their jeans and you just get to dry ride them <laughs> until you jizz in your pants and then you pay $50 and leave. Well, they had something kind of like that. It was the dollhouse in uh, Sex World. Where these girls the would dance naked in front of clear glass so you couldn't touch them, but oh. guys would come in and masturbate to these girls. Oh, that's nothing like dry riders. I, At dry no, riders, I, mean, I feel like there's some, there's some weird <laughs> sex stuff. You're, you're misleading that, people. Though. Dry riders, <laughs> it's going to be way better. Dry riders, oh, yeah. full One time content. I remember going into, into Sex World. Diablo Cody actually did that, worked at Sex World. Yes, she did. As a glass girl. Mm-hmm. How about this of stripping? Because this, this is what every guy... I can't even believe I'm dumb enough to ask this question. <laughs> I am. Have you ever danced on a guy and go like... This guy is hot. I'm kind of turned on. <laughs> That's what Gabe thinks every time. Oh, the Gabe, first time? Gabe is the one in the strip club that's like, she likes me. The you first see the time way she looked at me? Uh, believe me, she the first time I ever me. went when I was 18, I stayed for like six hours. Well, and I remember walking that. out with my friend. And I was like, oh, no, seriously. Seriously, mine did like me. Like, I know they say that to everyone, but mine liked me. She, like, asked me. I mean, it was fucking hook, I, line, I and sinker. I stayed for, like, four hours waiting for this girl to come out of the dressing room <laughs> because she told me she was going to leave with me. Oh, and, uh, that's oh, fucking yeah. awesome. I pull that all the time. Cleveland, Ohio, what? that happened to me. You pull that all the time? Yeah, no, I'll tell guys, though, because most guys will ask me, you know, like, especially if they're in VAP, they'll ask me, you know, like, hey, what are you doing after this? And I'm like, nothing. And they're like, <laughs> do you want to, like, come over to my hotel, whatever? And I'll be like, oh, maybe, you know, and they're like, come on, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, maybe, if, like, keep tipping me, you know, like, if yeah. you hang out with me for the rest of the night, then totally, yeah, I will. And then, you know, 3 a.m. rolls around, and they're like, all dancers downstairs, and I'm like, bye. <laughs> right. Do, do you ever... Okay, how about this? So I'd imagine all strippers are always laughing in the back about, like, oh, this guy thinks I'm going to fucking, whatever, come to his house and watch movies later. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, has there ever been a guy who's pulled you from the strip club and that you've had sex with? Um, Be honest. There's never been one that I've had sex with. I have given my number out to one guy that I kind of liked, and we went on a date. Was it me? No, it was okay. not you. Because that's happened to me a lot. <laughs> Does it really? <laughs> no. Well, I, never. 
Well, I, you know, so I went on a date with this guy. We went to, like, a bar, and then he's like, there's some place I really want to take you. And I'm like, oh, where? He takes me so that he can sing karaoke because he thinks he has such an amazing voice. And he wasn't that bad, actually, but I told him up front, I'm like, I'm not fucking doing karaoke. Like, I hate singing. I'm not doing yeah. it. And he's like, no, I just want to go so that I can sing. Do you want to come to one of me and Isaac's comedy shows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> come to see us. It's real funny. Yeah, put, put me on, <laughs> yeah, put me on the list. Do you know what me and Isaac did once at, at a nudie bar about eight years ago? Is uh, we went and we got dances. We were so intoxicated that I remember somewhat waking up under a, a dancer. And then she said, okay, that was five songs. You owe me like $200 or something. I was like, what? Like, well, I don't have that on me. So I go, well, Isaac, we got to go to the ATM. <laughs> so then I went to the ATM and ends up, not only do I not have $250, I have negative $150 because yeah. I'd been at the nudie bar for a while. Yeah. So then uh, we uh, decided it was best to run down the street and sprint for about three blocks and we'd switch, like, yeah. blo- run through alleys and shit because we think they're a stripper <laughs> in five inch heels is chasing us down. It's like a Quentin Tarantino yeah. cast following us. Yeah. But um, so I want to apologize to you for that. Yeah. Just on behalf. D- tell everybody we're sorry. Yeah, tell everyone. Just spread I'll, the word. I'll let them know. Yeah. yeah. I feel like shit about it, but <laughs> I feel like I was taken advantage of. What, what, so, and then tell us more. You, you mentioned a little bit at the beginning before we were on air, but about the ways that, that clubs advertise and get high rollers out to their clubs and stuff? Yeah, yeah. So uh, for, uh, at least for, you know, one or two of the clubs that I've worked at, we do what we call promotions. So we'll send, like, three of our, like, hottest girls out, like, in a car with our driver, and we go to places like the W or Manny's Steakhouse or, you know, at 7 or any, like, upscale restaurant in the downtown area. Um, hotel bars, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And we will just go and we sit and drink, you know, on the club's tab. The driver pays for us to drink and, you know, eat food if we want to. And we sit there and inevitably guys will come up to us and be like, hey, you know, what's up? What are you guys doing out down here? You know, like, and we say, hey, we're about to go to work. And they're like, where do you work? And I'm like, oh, well, I'm glad you asked. Because, right. you know, we actually we were strippers. We work at, you know, DTC or Rick's Cabaret or whatever it is. And we'll hand out cards and be like, hey, you know, like, this is for free entry. If we think they're going to make a lot of money, we'll be like, we'll send a car to you. We'll literally send a car oh, to really? come get really? you wow. to come into the club. Yeah, Right. Just like a casino, essentially. Mm-hmm. So what, what uh, so then, okay, so I also think of the bullshit moves that I've done in clubs, <laughs> the things I've said. And to me, so I don't know, like, there's, there's a thing where you always go, like, look. I know this is a hustle, you know, this is a hustle, whatever. So I'll usually try to do some <laughs> We're all like cut through and be like, what's your real name? Like, what's that? So now, <laughs> but I bet you guys all know that that's obviously a thing, that every guy tries to do that. Oh, yeah, Pretend- everybody wants to know my real name. Right, right. Which I'm not asking because I care what's your real name. It's just like, I hate the, sh- the charade. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? No. no. So like usually. I think you ask because you want to feel like, I'm sp- I think I can get her to 
tell me the real name and no one else. It's not no, even about no, getting no. it. No, no, no. I think it's I'm being honest. It's about the charade. It's, yeah. It's about it's creating an authentic connection. And a lot of guys come in and kind of want to do that, particularly if they sure. get dragged out by their friends. Yes. They're sitting there, you know, like, hey, it's my friend's bachelor party. I'm sitting on the side, you know, talking to you. You actually seem kind of cool. So, like, what's your real name? Like, what do you do? What do you like You've to do? nailed it. You've it's, dug into my psyche and pulled it out well, in the public. I, I've seen it over and right. over and over. So what percentage of guys did... So that that's I'm that type of guy. Yeah, you're at the a guy that I then. don't ever want to talk to because he's not going to pay me. Yeah, yes. you're not ever. You're gonna, exactly yeah. right. Yeah. you're yeah. exactly right. Yeah. I'm worth no money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys ask me that all the time, and I have I have a fake real name. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, that's what I figured is that you guys all like have layers. Yeah, <laughs> like, I have, yeah. you feel it back. It's like an onion. Yeah. Right. I always think it's so weird. Like you see the uh, and then the other type of thing at the nudie bar I don't like is the the sixty year old Japanese guy sect. Uh-huh. Who sit and they have like supreme confidence yeah. and they like look at the women like, oh, you get on into gravel, gravel for me. And then, uh, you know, and they, all, all the girls. It. We've all heard it. And all those what girls pay attention to him and they ignore me when I just want to know their real name. <laughs> Just, yeah, I want to have a real conversation. See, I totally think that no, you've you're the type of guy. You you're think wrong. That if if you get a you're real wrong. name, she nailed it. She will think that that you're a genuine person, and then you'll, she'll give you her real phone number. No, no, no. You really think I'm doing that in a nudie bar? I, yes. <laughs> I'm not saying now. You've only been married no. for like the last. But yeah, the last ten years. But <laughs> no, no. But it, whatever. I've I've honestly, she nailed it. That's what it is. Is that I feel like it's ridiculous. I hate being worked. Like yeah, I but, hate when you feel like like right. they're yeah. honestly like going like, oh, you have such a strong chest or whatever it yeah, is. But I and think it's, like, it's funny that oh, you would think that she would go like, it's so hot that he wants to laugh. I don't think that. <laughs> I, okay. No, no. All right. it's not. I'm honestly, I you're I wrong. All right, all right. It's not that I'm trying to make her. Uh, so what's her the benefit for her? That's what I'm asking. There's no benefit. The benefit is to stop that awkward thing. Like, stop coming to me oh, and okay. acting oh, okay. like. Stop coming to me acting I like see. you're turning me on. Let's just like, hey, I know what this is. You, you Please know. Please don't come back. It's sort of. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's sort also of. like if you're bored, come just, talk to be me because cool. you can really yeah. talk to me. You know, yeah. I'm sure. not going to treat you like a piece of meat. A lot of guys do come in and they act like that, you know. Not even act. They really are just like. Hey, I think this is kind of shitty, you know, like maybe they'll ask my real name, maybe they'll talk to me. If I think that they can, like, still pay me money, I will totally feed into that and be like, oh, yeah, I'll sit with them, I'll tell them that I have these high aspirations to, you know, be a creative copywriter at an advertising agency. And, you know, I'm in school, I'm about to get my degree, and I'm just trying to, you know, strip my way through school. And so, you know, I don't really like this. I think, you know, I consider myself an intellectual and it's kind of degrading. Yeah, so it's yeah. so nice to be able to sit and talk with you. Right. You know, and like, you know, really what would be awesome because, you know, like this has been a really shit night for me. So like if you want to come back into VIP and buy a bottle, then we can like sit and talk because I think you are just like the most interesting person yeah. that's walked into this club in the last three weeks. What are wow. what are your yeah. what are your pet peeves as far as the. In fact, and by the way, what do you guys call the the customers? Like, you know, John's for, like, prostitution. <laughs> what do you call them? Um, usually just customers. Okay. Uh, if, if, you, if you're also doing the sugar daddy thing, it's, it's a lot of times, like, a client. Right. Um, usually they're just dudes. <laughs> I don't right. Know. Okay. There's, there's not really a name. I'm just curious if there was a name. You no. should coin that. 
I should. Yeah. You're right. No, so so yeah, so what are your pet peeves of what customers do that you go like, oh, fuck this again? When they throw quarters. <laughs> when they ask your real name. I, you know, there are so much worse things than having quarters thrown at me that happen in the club. You've actually had, had quarters I've thrown at you? I've never had quarters okay. thrown at me, but I imagine that that's not quite as bad as some of the shit that's gone on. Can I first tell my story about throwing a loony in Canada that stuck <laughs> on a girl's ass? She had baby oiled her ass, go and I threw... It. I threw a loony from fucking way deep in the crowd, <laughs> and it just—it was amazing because you know loonies are big coins, and it's flipping through the air, and it absolutely hit her ass and just froze right to her butt cheek. Amazing. The DJ saw it and goes from the cheap seat. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was like one of the greatest moments of my life. It was at Teasers in Winnipeg, Canada. It was great. Oh my God. So anyway, so yes, back to your pet peeves. Okay, so. Uh, worst thing that you can do is try to finger a girl while she's giving you a tip. <laughs> no way, really? Oh, it happens. That's a pet peeve. Well, That's sexual it's, assault. It, no, it's horrible, but it happens so often because it's kind of honestly easy access. There's just yeah. one layer of underwear from you and this chick's vagina, like. Yeah. Well, and clearly and, I mean, she wants it. She's dancing all yeah, over me. Right, throwing <laughs> herself at there's you. There's just there's some horrible things that have happened to me. Like guys have gotten in there, and I'm like, whoa. Okay. Oh my fucking god! It, I'm it has shocked. Happened. I mean, there's that's, there's nothing I could do, you know. Except they come from Except left field, to, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it's and it happens and. Do you just like absolutely like, try to push their nose into their skull or like how do you like I would imagine the freak out in that it's, moment it's must very, be. It's uh, the do dance you start is over, screaming? Right? No. The dance is over. No. Well, you know that's the thing. Um, it's not. <laughs> well, it's so there's. So you're there's a price. There's the a price for everything. Okay. I will never let a guy finger me in the club. But if they try to do that and they're still paying me, and I'm like, hey, no, you can't do that. I'll still dance for them in VIP if they're giving me hundreds of dollars. Sure. And the yeah. club's not going to kick them out if they're paying hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Right. There's a guy that did that to me once. And he ended up like getting up in the VIP room and pissed in the corner of the VIP room, <laughs> and the staff came he's in. So drunk? Yeah, because he so was confident. so drunk, so okay. drunk. But he's still paying so much money that the staff came in and just like poured coffee grounds over it and was like, "That's fine, <laughs> sorry." I didn't it. even know that was a solution. <laughs> just so to, for the smell, you know. Right. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. They just poured coffee grounds over it and was like, "Don't, don't worry about it. It's fine. You know, like just keep." doing what you're doing oh my god fucking dirty all right so fingering main pet peeve main pet peeve <laughs> what's the next one that's so annoying i know when i sell furniture this guy tried to jam his thumb in my asshole and it's like you think that's a way to get a discount bub oh my god the the, the thing that i used to I, I was briefly married to a dancer at one time and her biggest thing that she would complain about all the time is anytime someone would say make reference to uh going to the strip club and having ones like she hated that she would always because oh because she would show up with a bunch of ones and then a store clerk or something would say oh where or were you any last reference night? to even if someone said it to me like oh, you got a lot of ones there been a strip right. club because as a dancer she'd be like people don't give me just ones that, right. that was her biggest pet peeve yeah I mean there is that stereotype of having a bunch of ones but I've also been in the service industry you know like when I'm not or when I am stripping even and when I'm not. I've been a bartender and a server, and I get way more ones, I think, when I leave the bar right. than True. when I do when I leave the strip club. <laughs> True. So it's just, it's kind of just a, it's an outdated stereotype. Absolutely. Most people don't look the wrong way, except for the same bank teller that I've been seeing for the last, like, two years. She's definitely a little right. suspicious. She's you. <laughs> what are the other pet peeves? What is, is there anything else jumps to mind? Um, basically, like, guys that... 
I would think smell. I would think that confidence would be so disgusting. Like you see well, so yeah, many guys who are gross, but who sit in strip clubs. Like it's like this is where I belong, and they. <laughs> You see them just holding court, like, oh, beautiful. What a beautiful, nice piece of ass. And it's like <laughs> you're a gross dude. I think what's worse than that, and it kind of still falls under the category of confidence, is just thinking, like, you're too good for these dancers and really treating them like property. Yeah. Like, some girl coming up to them and being like, no, you know, or like... Oh, so, yeah, like, that would be... The management, like, bringing a girl over to a guy in VAP, and they're like, no, I don't want this one. Bring another one. Like, when I'm standing right here, and I'm just right. like, Jesus Christ, I'm not, like, a fucking, you right. know, steak. Right. Sometimes I feel like one, but... Right. It's, What's the worst uh, thing you've heard or seen like that? Um, I've been outside smoking, and there's a alleyway that some of the cus- like customers can just walk down. It's just a regular alleyway, but it's blocked off from the smoking area. So sometimes you see, like... Or you can hear, really, these groups of guys leaving the club that might be walking back to the parking lot or whatever. And just the shit that they say, like, about the girls in there that are just like, oh, my God, like, those girls are so fucking disgusting. You know, like, they smell like fucking fish. They're nasty, oh, you know. Jesus. Like, I think I saw a tampon string. Like, some, just, like, all this, like, That does raise a question shit. that we thought yeah. of. But it's just, like. Right. And and I'm like, dude, this guy just paid me like $150 before right. he left the club, and now he's talking shit. I'm just like, who really won? But still, yeah, yeah, sure. It's just a display of like manliness. Yeah, like, it is. Nobody really it's liked just a way being to in there. Be like, yeah, so she took me for all my money. Like, what a bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or whatever. That's all it is. Yeah. yeah. How do you handle the period situation? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you really handled that like a fucking <laughs> Walter Conkright. Right in there. <laughs> Holy shit. How do you handle the period <laughs> situation? Good job, Geraldo. <laughs> <laughs> the period situation. How do you handle it? Uh, yeah. Tonight, the period situation. Yeah, I mean, it's something that a lot of people ask me, actually. And uh, so there's a couple different ways that you can go about it. Um, for clubs that are just topless, a lot of times you can kind of just like before you go on stage or like every once in a while, just kind of like tuck the string up in there, you know. Mm-hmm. If it's a fully nude club, I always cut the strings entirely off and then just like shove it up in there with my fingers. And I like, gotta sure. say, I'm revolted. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I thought you took the night off. <laughs> wow. I, no, you don't take the night so off. You gotta make money. It's like, I mean, it's like six like nights off. Like no, guys are so well, grossed out by periods, but really, it's you, not. Do you know why? Because I, I live why. with a woman, <laughs> and uh, when they have periods, no, 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 no. But all I have to do is walk into the toilet room and go. <laughs> oh yep, my god! It's period time, and guess what? That's not just her. That's every goddamn woman in the world. I don't know. I can smell period You're farts a from a goddamn You're a real mile shark. away. You can smell a drop of period. Is it? Am I remembering this correctly? I remember a girlfriend telling me that she could skip a period if she doubled up on her yes, birth control. Yes, you don't know that? What are you, a that child? Right? Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Isn't that really bad for you? No. Sounds, well, why don't she all says girls yes, do it? it is. No, it's not. Yeah. It's bad for you. No, it's right. not. It's bad for you. It ain't we're, natural. We're Googling this. I sure would think that okay. it's bad for you. My doctor this? said you don't e- you don't really double up on it, but there are ways like I mean, and that's when they came out with like the birth control that was like three months long, where you just took all the pills. You only had commercials for it because mm. there's no 
biological reason you need to have a period by doubling up to try to stop your period from happening that can be unhealthy for sure but like if you can handle taking three months of hormones and like not get spotting or your period in between there there's no reason why you can't how do you handle the hemorrhoid situation (laughs) (laughs) situation i mean the whale tail flips to the side and there it is bingo bongo bango it's a cherry and everybody sees it gabe not everyone has hemorrhoids like you do i have hemorrhoids and i know for me not everyone does that but every Huh? You're the only <laughs> one in the room that has oh, hemorrhoids boy. like that. Boy, do I have egg on my face. <laughs> I thought that everyone here had hemorrhoids. And the fact no. is I've just learned no. that, in fact, I'm the only person in this room with hemorrhoids. Especially anyone who does erotic dancing. <laughs> well, I mean, I so, okay. I'm have not, you ever had hemorrhoids? I, I have no, well, You've been pregnant. I, I yes, have, you have. Okay, post-birth. Don't lie, bitch. Post, don't, hey. Sassy. I have had hemorrhoids right after I gave birth. There we go. But they went away, and I was never dancing at the time, so that was never a thing for me where it was like a thing sexually. Sure. How about pregnant dance club? Pregnant nudie bar. I mean, well, I bet it'd go crazy. It would go crazy. There are pregnant dancers that dance at the club. Dance pregnant? Yeah, that dance pregnant. Eight months pregnant dancer is. There are there are ones that um, will have their baby, and even if they're not breastfeeding their child anymore, will continue to pump so that they can squirt breast milk in guys' faces. Shut the fuck oh, up! Yeah. Get out of here! Yep. Uh, yeah, there Ew. are girls that'll come Wh- down down uh, downstairs. Can we get them on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Fascinated. Are they still I mean, pumping? Honestly, yeah, they still pump to create milk because guys like it. Guys will buy it to drink. That's too. so fucked up. Every Good. one of these fetishes you've said, I'm like, I'm not into that. No. I'm not, I'm not into that. I've that. never nope. thought. I not never felt. Close. Do you see on Pornhub, the number one search term for Minnesota was stepsister? Oh, my God. Yeah. I've that's never felt so well-adjusted in my life. What? Wait a minute. Wait that's a minute. Why specific. do you think that's normal? You're trying to go like, what? That's not. <laughs> Isaac's like, no, I that's that fucking, two times right. that's, every day. That's running right up the line of incest oh, s- and then like jacking yeah. off. No. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not quite incest. Cause no, it's, it's not quite. You're right. <laughs> and I guess that's why it's hot for some people. It's still, but a, young, I just go it's still like, a younger girl. It's the same. Th- yeah. Well, whatever. So anyway, I'm going to open Dry Riders and a pregnant strip club. Make I probably would make a goddamn fortune. Dry, dry Riders. Yeah. And women who are pregnant are horny as hell. That is true. I know. Yeah. I just lived it. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> We've me been, too, it, with his wife. Wow. Oh, come on, man. Come on, man. Yes! Back off. Not here. Oh, go. my God. I'm funny. All right. Now I'm coming to you from the break room at a furniture store in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I, I really like that one. Um, it's so interesting how women take this. Like, uh, I had one of our editors said that she did not like the girls, but really like the podcast. So I love it. Uh, people tend to write me uh, personally through Facebook and stuff like that, what they think of things. But feel free to post it uh, publicly if you have some balls. <laughs> it's, so, it's so interesting. But um, we will be back with Bryn's episode later this week. And that, w- I don't know. I, I keep saying they're different. It's hard to explain. But they, they are very much. And... Uh, I bet there's women who are mad at me because I'm sounding like I'm flirting so much. And I want to say, these dancers, they are hot. But compared to Mrs. Noah, they look like puking donkeys. So, 
I hope she listens to this podcast for once instead of all the ones where I shit on her. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Please, or not please, thank you for sharing things. So uh, we appreciate all the shares and stuff like that. So 